Legion, welcome to week one of January 2022. This is our first week of the year, and we have a new month theme overview that uh, we already went over in terms of the month overview, but it's gymnastics is the electricity discipline, plumbing is the system, virtuosity is body weight, fun is girls, and the assessment is upper body pull and ring. So we'll talk about that more as we go through the week. Uh, just at a high level, you'll see Monday has pull-ups. We got some slips happening on Tuesday. We have uh, some rings on Friday, and then the way the assessments kind of filter in. But uh, any notes, Brian, before we hop into this Monday? Yeah, so we tested this uh, week during Christmas week. So if you see any missing goals or anything like that, or we're kind of talking in hypotheticals because we haven't coached the workout, then then that's why. So just uh, the next two weeks will be like that. We have New Year's this week. So just uh, bear with us a little bit with that. Yeah, one of the drawbacks of testing all of them is sometimes uh, mm -hmm. the months fall in a weird way. So Monday, we have pull-ups. It's a four by six at Brown. Uh, dropping down, we got our, our normal drop down in terms of levels with standing pull-ups and active dead hangs at white and yellow. We're opening up this day warm-up wise with RDL scat pull-ups, ring rows, and some calf stretches. Once we get through these pull-ups, we're going to spend time going over clean progressions, right? Because if you take a look at the workout, bolt extraction, we have power cleans at a moderately heavy weight for Brown, it's 185. Uh, the workout also includes chest-to-bar pull-ups and double-unders. So it's a six rounds for time for power clean, eight chest-to-bar pull-up, 50 doubles. So in the prep, we're just going to be re reviewing everything, making sure everyone is moving properly, uh, making sure also to review doubles, right? So it doesn't look like it says that in here. We can add that in here. But just spending some time on double-unders also. The brief setup and rehearse. We have uh, our normal flow of class. The goal here is sub 15, breathe and brace is the system, levels, considerations, weightlifting, upper body, pull, and neuro, neuro and core. Now, did you do this one in, in class, Brian? We did do this one in class. So this, okay. this is actually people's favorite workout of the week. Um, surprisingly, it wasn't Helen. Actually, people don't like Helen. I just like coaching that. But this one is a, is a really cool one with this heavier power clean, and then you have the pull-ups and the double-unders. So with this system, breathe and brace, the big focus needs to be on that brace when we're under fatigue. So the first round should be no problem, right? We're going into those four power cleans fresh, four hang power cleans for the earlier levels. But after that, once the breathing's up a little bit, taking that extra second, really lock in the lats, make sure that our back is nice and stable, our core is braced, our trunk is stable, and we're not just jumping into a set you know, willy-nilly, especially with the, the 185, 135 up here for Brown. So real crisp reps, a couple deep breaths before each set, and that way you can stay consistent all the way through. Um, if you do that, you should easily hit this 15-minute goal. You'll have most people who are more proficient at power cleans and pull-ups in the 11 to 12 range. Um, but if you are a little too eager in those early rounds, you're not taking the proper, you know, precautions, bracing, all that stuff, your power cleans will go downhill pretty quick. So um, really taking the time on that brace portion of this workout. And, and a note on that brace, you know, that brace really only comes in at the higher levels, uh, like the 185 brown, purple up to a certain extent. But when yeah. you're looking at like orange as an example, we got four hang power cleans at 75. 
We got some eight, we got eight jumping pull-ups, 50 single unders for that level and below, it's going to be more breathe and burn. But at the same time, we want to make sure that people aren't just getting through those hang power cleans at orange, just willy nilly, right? We're still focused on that bracing and that good uh, positioning, good form and all that. So just a little note on that systems do adjust based on level and earlier levels will have a really hard time accessing certain systems. Breathe and brace is one of them. Uh, You have the lactic power realm, which is also harder in the earlier level. So just kind of keeping that in mind. Absolutely. The uh, extra credit durability, we got some Russian twist lateral med ball throws. So just some rotational core here just to round out this day. And if you look at the overview of the month, you'll see how the extra credits fall, durability, mobility. So check that out. There's more information there if you do have questions about that. The breathe and brace, a hard brace for all power clean sets into steady breathing for the remainder of the round. So uh, that really does have to do with the, the upper levels, but applying the same fundamental ideas to earlier levels. That's your Monday. Tuesday, we have, we're opening up our warm up with a two minute air bike. Then we're going into six minutes of rotating through squat hold, lateral lunge, wall slides, just making sure to increase range, range of motion and making sure to be slow and controlled through all of this whenever you're doing that warm up because we're moving right into slips and slips is a much more quality based thing. So the, we got front to front to back scales. We got L slit, L sits hands, free handstands at the upper levels, which is the inversion. We have planks and then we have stretching of some kind standing straddle for us today mm-hmm. and rotating through this for 20 minutes high quality. There's a lot of education and a lot of coaching that you can do in each of these areas. And it's more of a free open floor, people moving around. It's a great opportunity to connect with people, give them specific feedback and, you know, just kind of coach them. And Mm -hmm. what do you think about that, Brian? You see that in class? Oh yeah. Yeah. We had a, we actually blew through this 20 minutes pretty quick. Cause if you are diligent, you're going around and, and making sure everyone's doing everything correctly. You, you know, this 20 minutes will fly by pretty quick and it's good for building body awareness for a lot of athletes. Cause we don't necessarily do a lot of focus quality work, especially for this amount of time. Usually we have, you know, a few of these things in the warm up. We're trying to get through that warm up. With this, we can really focus, especially on like the front to back scales. You can teach people handstands and get a little more in-depth with the handstand. Um, and then stretching is obviously always good to, to throw stretching in there. So just really, you know, extra time to focus on these skills that maybe we don't always focus on. Yeah. And we're taking that after our, our this high quality skill-based focus session and mm-hmm. we're moving into more stuff that requires focus. So we got weighted pull-ups. <laughs> And strict handstand push-ups, right? Weighted pistol. I think I think I said maybe weighted pull-ups. I'm not sure what I said, but weighted, weighted pistol, pistol. Weighted pistol. And then five strict handstand push-ups going into a high effort calorie bike with mm-hmm. a longish rest, two to three minute rest in between. Okay. So we consider this power building uh, into some power output PVP. There's, you know, it, it really depends on somebody's ability in this, in this realm. But when we look at the prep, we're just going to review prep, uh, review pistols and variations, review the handstand pushup and variations, right? So at the earlier levels, you got pike handstand pushup, dumbbell presses, 
if somebody is doing dumbbell presses, we still want to treat it as though they're doing strict handstand pushups in the sense that mm-hmm. where the where the dumbbells are and how they're pressing and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. it's four rounds, mining town, uh, weighted pistol, five each side, strict handstand pushups, and then a high effort bike with a nice long rest to maintain that quality mm-hmm. as you go out. So yeah, what uh, tips and tricks you got on this one? This one looks uh, pretty easy if you're just, you know, reading the reps and, and really not taking into account this air bike. So I had a few athletes that in the brown level, even brown plus, especially this one guy, Billy, who's really, you know, shout out to Billy. He's super fit, dude. But he asked me in class, he's like, is this all we're doing? I was like, yeah, man, this is it. And then he gets through two rounds and he looks at me. He's like, yeah, this is all we should do because he cranked the air bike how you're supposed to. So it's really about hitting that air bike with the intensity you need to get to that place of power output. If you're kind of coasting it, you know, this workout's going to be pretty boring and easy, but adding that element of power output, that almost lactic feeling towards the end, uh, definitely makes this a workout in quotation marks, but really focusing, especially in those early sets on or later sets rather on quality, especially in those strict handstand pushups. If you are doing strict handstand pushups, not slamming your head onto the ground. I had to remind a few people that it's not good to hit your head on the ground very hard. So, you know, really focusing on that and a strong drive into a lockout. And then of course on the pistols, uh, making sure that we're hitting full depth for these higher levels. So purple, brown, and then as low of a box as possible for um, orange and then adjusting the box as needed. So we, you know, we messed around with the boxes quite a bit during the workout so that people were able to maintain quality. So just because you have a box set up a certain way, that doesn't mean you have to keep it that way the whole time, right? This is for quality, especially with pistols. We don't want to force range of motion. Like you, it's all janky or lifting your heel up, you know, just adjust the box, make sure they look good. Um, and you have that two to three minute rest to make that happen. And like Nathan was saying about the pressing. So I emphasize this a lot in class that no matter what we are, what type of pressing we're doing, pressing is pressing, right? Elbows start forward rotation. As you go up, doesn't matter if we're using a dumbbell, doesn't matter if we're upside down using our body weight. doesn't matter if it's a barbell. So really emphasizing that even though you're doing dumbbell press, it may seem like this big drop down. You're doing the exact same movement. We're just changing the implement, right? That really helps, I think, the white and yellow to uh, connect. And that the only difference I would say with those handstand pushups is this flat hand, right? Yeah. That, that will adjust some of the mechanics. But mm-hmm. if you think even when you're doing handstand pushups and you're thinking of like driving from the bone you know, the, where you're like, the, it's, the it's heel all, of the, yeah. Yeah. The heel of the palm that's, it's all lined up at those mm-hmm. fundamentals never change it, but it can be weird sometimes for people with that open hand Oh um, yeah, or, uh, the flexibility required and all that sort of stuff. But those sure, are great sure. conversations to have in class and talking about that. And when somebody is doing a dumbbell press, even though their hands closed, you're treating it in the same fundamental mechanics of, as all pressing, right. It should be all the same. Absolutely. Um, so extra credit we got some mobility two minute uh row seated straddle couch stretch just rounding out this session like we normally do the uh when we look at the strategy and briefing and sort of the high level fundamental energy system uh summary power building we got high mechanical tension in the pistols and handstand push-ups with a burn building with each round right so that's mechanical tension muscular tension and then we have power output max effort with a deep burn welling up by the end of each bike bout so when we look at power output 
at first you're going to feel fine. It's going to build and it's going to get really uncomfortable. But then mm-hmm. as you go through the, the rounds, like what was that guy's name? Billy, you said, or Billy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So round one, no problem. Round two, that's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, it's going to kind of kick on at the end there. Round three is like, Oh wow, yeah. this is really getting hard. And then round four, you're pretty much yeah. done. You're if you've done it right. Yeah. Round so four that, is when they, when they kind of hang on the bike and look at it for a second before they start, you know, that's yeah, exactly. the, that's how you know they did it right. And uh, okay. So Wednesday we have our warm up five, 10, 15, 20, some box push up, uh, push ups, Kang squats, sit ups, then we're going into Benny Boy. Boy, for uh, there's two scores on this: 12 minute AMRAPs uh, separated by three minutes. So two 12 minute AMRAPs separated by three minutes. We got med ball cleans, burpee box jumps, and GHD sit up. So med ball clean isn't one that we do very frequently. It is it does require some good coordination, some of those fundamentals, which is great, and you can review those. So in the prep, we're going to be reviewing med ball cleans. You know, this is fundamental CrossFit style stuff. There are a lot of criticisms uh, in some camps with the med ball clean, but again, they're funda- it's fundamental. We want to make sure that we're moving well. And you got this squat, right? The, essentially a, a front squat with the, the med ball. And this 12-minute AMRAP is going to be at a pretty uh, solid pace. If you take a look, breathe and burn, you're going to be maintaining this pace the whole time. So I'm going 15 med ball cleans, nice and smooth into those burpee box jumps at 24 inches and then nine GHD sit-ups and going through that 12 minutes, resting three minutes times two. The goal is four mm-hmm. plus rounds. The system is breathe and burn, like I mentioned, and then the levels considerations, weightlifting API, neuro and core. So yeah, how about this one, yeah. Brian? Yeah, this I'm going to defend the med ball clean real quick. The, the med ball clean, the barrier to entry is almost the lowest that it gets for any movement, right? As long as you can pick up a med ball and everyone we have can pick up a med ball, you have a high skill, you're going to get a deep burn in the legs and high, high heart rate, like almost no other movement for some reason. I don't know, Nathan, probably back me up here. When you do med ball cleans for some reason, your legs burn more than when you're doing anything else. Well, it's and just I don't that know double why. pump, you know, yeah, that double is, pump. Man. And my heart rate just gets jacked. Like if I can do 135 power cleans easier than I can do med ball cleans. So the med ball clean, really cool movement. Um, sometimes underutilized just because it's seen as a, you know, a, a drill as opposed to a, to a movement we can use in workouts. But yeah, we want to try to keep these med ball cleans pretty much unbroken. If you have a quick break in between because the legs start to well up, that's fine. Or if you're breathing, maybe it gets a little too high. We're in like 90, 95%. You feel like you're maxing out you know, take a quick second, take a deep breath, keep those med ball cleans going, and then real smooth on the burpee box jumps. These are the movement right here that can really mess up this workout. If you're going a little too fast in the early rounds, you get a little too eager because again, that, that double movement, right? The burpee to the box jump, very high output, um, fatigue wise. So we want to make sure we're keeping that smooth and steady, consistent breathing, quick breaks between each rep, almost just a quick second to breathe before you go into the next one and then straight through on the GHD sit-ups. And you want to have a pace where you can just continuously move for the 12 minutes, right? We don't want a bunch of peaks and valleys. We want that nice plateau at about 80, 85%, and you're just holding. And then the second time around, if you want to bump it up just 1%, perfect, right? You get that extra few reps. You have that positive, um, what do you call it? Not positive splits, negative splits. I forgot yeah, how, how it's split worded. Negative splits. Well, that works with time, right? So it's like a whatever you get what we're saying, right? Better score second faster. time around moving faster the second time around, even just 1% faster. Even if you get a couple extra reps, that's still improvement, but this one will definitely hit breathe and burn like dead on the nose. 
you will be burning quite a bit in the legs. You will be breathing very heavy um, and it should just be sustained the entire time. And uh, the accessory after Benny Boy, we got shoulder accessory, three sets for quality, prisoner rotations, banded external rotations, Powell raise, just rounding this out with some good shoulder accessory work that's filling in those gaps. The extra credit durability, we got 400 meter farmer's carry going as heavy as possible uh, with a weight that you can at least go 100 meters to start, right? So you're not going so heavy that you go 10 meters or something and then you're like, time, it's yeah. way too heavy, way too heavy. <laughs> so uh, the breathe and burn on this, a burn will build fairly quickly on the med ball cleans and GHG sit-ups, but your breathing should remain steady throughout. So that's where the burning idea for the breathe and burn comes in. We mm -hmm. got those GHG sit-ups, med ball cleans, burning for sure. Even the burpee box jumps to a certain extent, but yeah. overall, right, we think uh, breathing is the primary factor there. So that's your Wednesday. Thursday, we have body weight. So we're opening up three to four rounds. Body weight, good mornings, dead bugs, ring scap pulls, lizard stretch, just uh, making sure to get everything prepped and ready because we're going into deadlifts. And this is a, every 90 seconds for eight sets. Two reps at brown, it drops down to five reps at yellow and orange, and then kettlebell deadlifts at white. But we're just doing high quality uh, deadlifts, building to the initial weight that you're using in the workout. Wait. No, no, no. Build, you're building to the initial review and build to initial weight for oh, this. Oh, yeah. So you're so not, you're not going to start at just the bar, right? You're I confuse like myself. And then I look at what Helen, I'm like, well, there's no deadlifts in Helen. Is <laughs> what deadlift? going to build up to a That's heavy okay. kettlebell. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> reviewing the, the deadlift, building up to the initial weight that you're going to start for those eight sets every 90 seconds. And this is, if you think about the rep scheme here, it's not quite dynamic, right? We're not in like that dynamic world of like the conjugate sort of, that's, you know, 40 second rest or whatever with yeah, a yeah. one or, uh, you know, sh short, smaller rep, uh, smaller sets. With this, we're keeping that quality super high throughout and we're building the weight throughout. Mm -hmm. So you'll end at a pretty solid weight, but it, but always that two reps should be tight and crisp and we should be being able to take that, not fatigued, taking that into Helen, which uh, has the, you, everybody knows Helen, three rounds for time, 400 meter run, 21 American swings and 12 pull-ups. So we're going to spend some time reviewing pull-ups, reviewing American swings, fundamentals, right? And if you are in a place that's snowy, we are aware that a lot of the, the world is, you're dealing with snow, so you can't necessarily run, but we also still have quite a lot of people that don't have uh, snow. So if that's the case for you, you can sub 500 meter row or find something that works based on the equipment that you have that's gonna be the equivalent in terms of uh, stimulus. Mm -hmm. And the goal here is sub 15 system is heavy breathing, upper body pull, and kettlebells levels consideration. If you really, really want to take, do the gold standard, you're looking at a sub seven, Helen, <laughs> the old school oh, uh, God. gold standard. If you can, if you can pull that one off. Um, but yeah, how'd this one go? Or you didn't I actually mean, see this one, huh? Yeah, I didn't, but I've, goes. I've coached Helen many times and I've done Helen too many times and it goes exactly how it's supposed to go. It's going to be very uncomfortable. The breathing will slowly get to a point where you feel like you're, you can't breathe anymore. Um, and that should be, you know, right when we're finishing the last run. So we're, you know, kind of building that, that um, fatigue, just pushing through. Then on that last run, you feel like you gave it all you got. And then you actually have kettlebell swings and pull-ups still to do. 
but that's just how this workout always goes. It's built perfectly. This is actually probably my favorite CrossFit workout, even though I'm, you know, I haven't hit the seven minute. I think I was like sub eight one time when I had my pull-ups real tight. Don't lie. But the running, man, the running, the running kills me. <laughs> I'm just too heavy to run, dude. So yeah, again, this is, I mean, you guys have probably done this workout several times. You know how this one goes. And I think just emphasizing unbroken kettlebell swings, no matter what, really helps when you start to break up the kettlebell swings that's when you know mentally you start to break down a little bit and that extra time you take in between those sets of kettlebell swings really adds up so unbroken kettlebell swings no matter what pull-ups it's going to depend on proficiency but you know making sure those stay high quality shooting for unbroken sets but you know break it up as needed to to maintain that quality and then just trying to hold a pace on the run and sticking to it i think that's going to be the hardest part just because it's, you know, you don't know your pace while you're running in the street or wherever you're at, unless you're on a track or on a treadmill. So really just trying to hold your pace as best you can on the run uh, to hit that sub seven, like Nathan was saying. Yeah, that heavy breathing is it really this workout, it's you got to go unbroken <laughs> on the swings yeah. and the pull ups, and then it comes down to sub 90 second runs. Mm -hmm. that, that, that will put you that's a six minute mile pace. Right. Yeah, so it, 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 it's hard for sure. And if the generally the best uh, people, the best athletes that can do this well are on the smaller side and they're mm -hmm. good at running, right? Really good at running. Yeah. That's generally the, the avatar. Under 200 pounds, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, me. just get they can sustain uh, a six minute mile pace. You know, yeah, that's no really, problem. Yeah. Which is not me yeah. at all. But so yeah. the, I mean, uh, the, and, and real quick, this is like, if you ever want to know what heavy breathing is, this is the dead center. This is a heavy breathing workout. It doesn't get any more BPV than this. And like, you'll this notice is... the way it scales down, right? When you look at, mm -hmm. you've got jumping pull-ups, it's not going to be heavy breathing if you can't do the, all those pull-ups unbroken, no problem. Right? Absolutely. That's, the, that's like a crucial thing to understand. If it becomes where well, you're breaking up the pull-ups, that, then you're, mm -hmm. they're not, it's no longer heavy breathing. So that's, if you take yeah. a look at the way this is scaled down, that's, that's what, why understanding energy systems so important is so it adjusts how you scale workouts and what you're trying to do in the workout. Now, competition's a different story. We've talked about that in the past, but when you're looking at competition, the, you know, quote unquote RX workout doesn't matter. It's going to be a different workout for everybody because everybody has different strengths and weaknesses. You know, that's why in the games, you'll see different people being able to do some, the same workout will be aerobic for some and not for others. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of interesting, but yeah. extra credit mobility. We got jog a bike, three minutes, lat smash, three minutes, quad smash, three minutes for two to three sets. So just rounding that out, spending some time mobility wise. And, uh, I'm going to be doing, I'm starting to, we'll be starting to do some of the training, um, I've been in and out. I think we've all been in and out of the, mm -hmm. the workouts, but I really like having the extra credit because I can just plug myself into something that's already thought through. And I just kind of the warm up, everything's done for me. I don't have to go all creative and be thinking about constructing my own stuff all the time. The workout, heavy breathing, quick and deliberate movements with a high heart rate and a ton of breathing throughout. So just kind of keeping in mind that way of heavy breathing, how it should feel. That's your Thursday. Friday, we have uh, rings as the, the strength piece Weighted ring dips, five set, uh, five reps, accumulating four to six sets, high quality sets. The warm up, we got dumbbell press, dead hang, bent hollow hold, classic tricep and lat stretch. So spending eight minutes there, going into those rings, 
and it, at Brown Plus, choosing if the, if you like to work on ring muscle ups, especially strict ring muscle ups and mm-hmm. weighted strict ring muscle ups would be nice oh. too. <laughs> you might want to try that. That's Brown Plus, and also Black and Red. I'm sure there'll be some variations in there. Yep. But uh, the workout jacked in. We got a 17 minute AMRAP. There's no score here because this was uh, part of the holidays, right? So we didn't have any gyms that were at, at the gym to do any of the, the tests or so that we do for getting all the goals. But the we're going to spend some time single arm dumbbell push press and tuck ups in the movement review. And then going into this workout here, it's a breathe and burn. Levels consideration is rings, but it opens up with a big, uh, big-ish set of calorie row. So 60, 40 calorie row. And then in the remaining time, you're going to be doing ring dips, uh, single arm dumbbell push press and tuck ups. So we do realize that it goes from weighted ring dip into ring dips in the workout, which is fine. Just when you're doing these, the 17 minute AMRAP of ring dips, as the fatigue sets in, as you're, you know, accumulating more and more reps, be thinking of much more muscularly dominated reps, right? So like controlled ring dips, as opposed to mm. flopping around or trying to kick, or kick yeah. really hard. And like, just, you want to make sure you're muscularly hitting on hitting the, uh, the reps tuck up, same sort of thing. 12 tuck ups is, uh, quite a lot. It's going to slow you down. That's one of the reasons it's in there and how it, how yeah. it's set up. <laughs> same thing with those single arm dumbbell push press. This whole set's going to take a little time. So yeah. Uh, thoughts on this one, Brian. Yeah. With the, so the row is meant more to like ramp up the heart rate and kind of get us into a, a little bit of an aerobic state before starting these more muscular dominant movements. So that way we could sustain that high heart rate through those muscularly dominant movement without the row, you probably have a pretty low heart rate through this whole thing, just because of the, the tuck up and, and the ring dips. Um, of course, this, the dumbbell push press will get you up a little bit, but that row kind of sets us up to kind of hold that aerobic-ish pace the entire time. And like Nathan was saying, really focused on the quality of the ring dips. Um, he may, you know, it, it is a good point that once we get a little tired, we start to kick all over the place, especially with the rings. For some reason, those get a little wonkier than any other kipping movement. I think it's just because you can kind of do whatever you want with your legs as long as you end up locking out, right? But trying to get into a good rhythm on those and making sure we're hitting a solid lockout. And same thing on the push press, really solid lockout, making sure no one's shorting it at the top and then using those tuck-ups as a little bit of a break. That doesn't necessarily mean, you know, do two at a time and rest as much as you want, but take your time to do do quality reps there. Um, and that way you can, you know, get a little bit of a break before getting back to the ring dip so we can keep those high quality. Exactly. And the uh, extra credit for this day, durability, we got four sets for quality of bicycle crunches, bent hollow rocks and tuck ups. So just some more core here. If you can see, we got tuck ups in the durability, we had tuck ups in the workout. So going much more controlled and taking your time on this, because it will be, uh, you know, quite a lot of tuck ups. Yeah, this is meant to be more of like a core complex too. If you look at it, you're, you're never leaving that hollow position the entire time. That yeah. was the, the thought behind it. And uh, so that rounds out the your Friday. The Just the breathe and burn, the, the high-level concept for breathe and burn, consistent pace and breathing on the row into some burning to, a, uh, to accompany your breathing with the following 
uh, rounds that are coming up, right? So when you have this opening up with the row and then taking that breathing and sustaining the breathing throughout, uh, that's one of the reasons why it has this breathe and burn. Without that, like Ryan was saying, without that row in there, it would be much more stamina-based feel in general. Uh, so Friday, that was Friday, Saturday. <clears throat> we have three, two sets of three rounds for the warm up. First set is shoulder taps and bodybuilders. So you're in that sort of plank position. And then we got med ball squats and bird dogs for the second one. We're going to take that and we're going to go into reviewing the wall ball and the bodybuilder efficiency. So this workout Lambo is a 15 minute AMRAP that is wall balls and bodybuilders. So very basic. Now, those bodybuilders are going to get pretty uncomfortable because you got to stabilize that midline. So don't let the hips sag as you're coming down, right? That's probably one of the biggest things with people is like sagging really bad, uh, which can be bad on the lower back. Also just making, making sure to maintain that solid position. Breathe and burn is a system APIs levels considerations. It's just a simple 15 minute AMRAP of 15 wall balls and 15 bodybuilders. So back and forth, super simple, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. So yeah, I know you didn't see this one, but any thoughts on this one, Brian? Yeah, this is actually, I think we talked about this too. This is modeled after my favorite open workout, which was the wall balls and rowing. And just for reference, I'm like six foot 220. So of course I love the wall balls and rowing uh, open workout. So this, you know, this is just going to be real heavy breathing, ton of burning, and just trying to sustain unbroken sets and quick sets all the way through. So just like that open workout, what you would want to do is unbroken wall balls, couple deep breaths, start your bodybuilders, couple deep breaths after your bodybuilders, back to the wall balls. So we're not necessarily resting any time in the sets of the movements, but in between is where you're going to control your pace a little bit. If you start to break up the wall balls, especially for these upper levels, really would like you to not put that ball down for the entire set. But if you do start to break it up, you're kind of going to get away from the intensity that we're looking for in this workout. Um, so really emphasizing that as you're warming up, going over the wall balls, going over this workout, but real simple, you know, straightforward breathe and burn workout here. Yep. And the accessory for this day, we have some uh, bodybuilding accessory or I always get, think it's going to say barbell, but it's bodybuilding, which is 20. Well, a little bit, it is barbell. There's barbell in it, 20 yeah. barbell rows with a squeeze at the top and then AMRAP banded curls, okay? So you can get an idea right away of what this is doing. We, you rest as needed in between. You should get a pretty solid pump from this one. This should be really pumpy, which yeah. is, uh, you know, you'll, you'll feel like Arnold, but the, that... Uh, that squeeze at the top is super crucial, right? Making sure that we're just squeezing and we're controlling those reps. The, any thoughts on that one? Yeah, this, uh, like Nathan was saying, that squeeze at the top and that muscular control and contraction is very important in bodybuilding. We do it, you know, semi-often, I would say, for like functional fitness program, but uh, just making sure that they're feeling your, their lats, feeling their biceps contract, and they're not just going through the movement to get it done. Yeah, and the extra credit durability some Jefferson curls, clamshells, and kettlebell dead bugs just rounding this out uh, for the day. The system on this Lambo, <clears throat> you see breathe and burn, burning and breathing slowly, increasing throughout and peaking in the final minutes. This is just a steady, a steady build, right? So going nice and smooth, mm -hmm. but 15 minutes is on the, I mean, within the fitness <laughs> world on the longer side, but uh, yeah, for two movements back and forth like that. But that uh, rounds out your Saturday, rounds out your week. 
If you have any questions about this week, uh, please just reach out to us. But always, as always, filling out this weekly survey is the best way to give us feedback, yeah. right? So this is the way that we can corral everybody's thoughts into mm -hmm. one place and we review them all at once every week. So if you send us a bunch of a uh, message here and there randomly, it's not as good for us because while we appreciate that, it's easier and better for us to have everything located in one place so that we can see everything at once. We can mm -hmm. rank things because everything's done. Uh, quant we quantify everything. So you rank things and we can get a high level picture of what people are thinking and feeling uh, with the training. So we definitely fill that yeah. out. Weekly survey, super important. Uh, any last words, Brian? Yeah, it definitely fill out the survey. If you have any quick questions, you can always ask me if it's, you know, it's a, a quick answer, but if you have some big thoughts about the, the program or big questions, put it in the survey. Again, like Nathan was saying, we actually review it and take time to review it and make changes to the program. And if you send us a message, like chances are that's not going to get uh, into that meeting or it's not likely to get into well the we'll meeting, make a but, uh, i make a note when it does happen do, it's yeah. just so much easier for the from a recording standpoint to have everything inside Absolutely. you know yeah. so but yeah happy holidays happy new year all that good stuff and um i guess we'll see you guys next year right it's our see last next one year guys this year yeah so corny, good. Have, have a, have a <laughs> nice happy holidays and we'll see you next time thanks for watching <laughs> see you guys